Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harris here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. And just a quick heads up here, I will be back on Wednesday of this week with some more video VRA investing podcast still on the road here right now, uh, but looking forward to bringing that to you too uh, here soon. And we're working on a few cool new things as well as far as the way that we film these podcasts so soon. Hope to be bringing you some charts and other examples uh, to add more visuals to those podcasts as well. So really looking forward to it. And as always, you know, we'd love to get your feedback. Thank you for all of your emails and questions that you've sent to us here. So please keep those coming. Uh, send them in to support at VRAinsider.com. Love to, love to hear from you. It's always a pleasure. Uh, so let's kick it off this week. It was a strong start to the week for our markets and uh, quite a bit to cover here today. So going to jump right into it. Uh, first off, not starting with the good news. We'll start off with the the slightly less uh, exciting news to kick off the week before we get. It was an exciting day and a lot of exciting things to talk about. But over the weekend, we learned a little bit more about the plan the Democrats are planning to unveil this week to steal from the American public here once again by taxing unrealized gains to pay for future spending bills. And of course, they've got all the tricks in store of how to sell this to the American public. I mean, look at the things that they call these bills, the, you know, the Rescue America plan, uh, the Build Back Better plan, all of these things they sound so good. You know, they're heartwarming. How can you be against those? You seem like a an evil person if you're not rooting for these bills, right? So they, they love to, to make everybody else seem like the crazies out there. But in reality, what's in these bills are, are really just poison for America. And <laughs> really the, the funniest thing that I'm sure many of you have seen already that, which is that this new taxing plan doesn't even really make sense. Their own language of it doesn't make sense. Remember, they told us the $3.5 trillion bill that they're about to pass was actually going to cost $0. So why do they even need to tax uh, more? Why do they need to tax at all if they're just going to print this money anyway? I mean, we've reached a point here in America now where – the interest on our debt can't even be paid for by tax receipts. Uh, really pretty bleak, uh, seemingly bleak outcome there when you hear about that kind of a statistics where you, they're not even collecting enough in taxes to pay our interest here. And I can go in, do a whole podcast exactly about what matters in that and why some of it may not matter and really how they're planning to inflate away this issue. Inflation does help them really big in one way and that is that the old debt won't cost as much to pay off when you've got inflated dollars to pay it with. So even though you can't buy as much with it at the grocery store, you can't pay for your education with it, you can't buy a house or a car with it, but 
they can pay off their debts easier that way. That seems to be their long-term plan here is to inflate away their debt and then really bring on new debt uh, with that inflated money as well with low interest rates. Because uh, we all know if interest rates started to rise too fast, well, we already don't collect enough in taxes to pay the interest rate currently. We cannot. The Federal Reserve knows this and the Treasury, Janet Yellen, knows this that a massive increase in interest rates would lead to a default on debt. So back to the tax bill at hand, though, the way they're branding this is that the they're doing an unrealized gains tax. And it'll only be for the billionaires. You know, the 700 plus billionaires that live in America, tax the rich. That's all who we're going after here. We're not going after you. So, of course, you know, make them pay their fair share. But, and we've seen it, anything from the government, as the old saying goes, is that nothing is, is more permanent than a temporary government program. And uh, as we've seen in the past, it's really these types of bills, as they get passed, it's a dangerous precedent for what they feel like they can get away with in the future. Ben Shapiro pointed this out perfectly today, noting that the original income tax that that we've based our, our current structure off of began in 1913. And it was only on roughly 3% of the population, which has now been expanded into this monstrosity of a taxation program, which hits all of America now, except for the the really the very lowest of earners in society. If you live below the poverty line, and even then they're gonna try and take a little bit from you. So we all need to keep that in mind as they lie to us and tell and they call it a wealth tax and say that it'll be only on the very top earners. We've seen it in the past. That's clearly not where it stays. They keep lowering the threshold, lowering the threshold. And as the, as the, the threshold gets lower and inflation grows larger, it narrows the gap between the two until it affects everybody. Uh, of course, uh, it, it pains me to even say this, you know, but they'll probably also find some way to say that it doesn't apply to members of Congress, just like insider trading doesn't apply to members of Congress. Really, the best way to get wealthy in America, the easiest way to do it is to become a politician and then trade on your insider secrets because you're never going to get prosecuted for it as We've talked about here often, we live in a system, right? And I know that sounds broad and vague, but that's what it is. And the system takes care of their own. Look at Dr. Fauci and not even talking about the stuff that came out with him over the weekend. I don't even want to, don't even get me started on that. This just inhumane treatment of animals uh, that was funded by U.S. taxpayer dollars. Uh, that's a, That's another topic for another podcast as well. But... The rules don't apply to them the way that they apply to everybody else. Look at it from mask mandates or vaccine mandates where they're not mandated in the White House, but they're mandated for drivers. They're mandated uh, for employees of private companies, but not for them. Uh, so oh, it uh, it is painful to talk about. And then not to mention as well, uh, unrealized tax gain or t- uh, yeah, unrealized gains tax is unconstitutional based off the amendment that allowed taxes to become what they are today. The 16th Amendment, 
only authorizes unapportioned direct tax on income, not unrealized capital gains. And you know they're going to try to expand that as well. Unrealized gains in your home, maybe. I mean, where where do you draw the line there? And if we've seen anything over the last 18 months from our government is when does something being unconstitutional stop our permanent ruling class from doing anything? And it hasn't. And the point being here, again, is that this will not just stay on billionaires. They're coming for us next. They're coming for the rest of us next. And to me, put on putting on a little bit of my uh, conspiracy theorist hat on, which really, as we've learned over the last 18 months as well, conspiracy theories quickly become conspiracy facts. Uh, that is that the World Economic Forum's plan, which is on their website, in their videos, that by 2030, you will own nothing and you will be happy. Well, this is a perfect next step to be doing it. Taxing unrealized gains, again, could be used on your property. Uh, why wouldn't they go there then? And then at that point, your property values have been inflated so high that nobody could pay the taxes on their property. Why wouldn't they go there next? Especially if they do try to force this agenda across. Uh, and really, now is the time for us all to make our voices heard on this. We know that we're in the large majority here. We know that Biden didn't get 83 million votes or whatever they said it was. And it's time for the silent majority to be silent no longer. It's exactly why Kip and, talk, Kip and I talk about this every day, uh, that we do have a platform here with our podcast, with our newsletter that allows us to be taught to talk about this. And so we're grateful for everybody tuning in with us here uh, because we've got, we have to be saying, we have to be speaking up. Now is the time. And one last point on this here as well about why they want to go there on this unrealized capital gains tax. Uh, and again, how it will expand further than just stocks. Uh, and it's really simple reason actually and that's that it allows the government to monitor even more of our financial transactions. They'll be able to monitor basically every move that you make, just like how they want the IRS to monitor any transaction above $600. Now, we've seen them try to push that back, say maybe 10000 but that's how they negotiate with you. You They get you all worked up. Oh, they're going to monitor everything for $600 and, and up. What? How could they do that? And then they say, oh, no, okay, we'll make it 10000 And people say, well, I still don't want that, but at least it's not as bad as it was. And then the topic ends and it goes through. So, again, now is the time to make our voices heard. Um uh, you know, whether it's talking to friends and family about it, calling uh, your state representatives, everything that you can do now is the time for that to be done. Uh, we we do truly feel like the tide is turning. And the when you start to see the decline of a permanent ruling class like we have now, one of the really the last tactics that they use, not one of the first ones is so as much, is propaganda. They, that's how you know that they're starting to lose. For example, I just did this today, uh, you know, looking up some information about DWAC, the uh, Trump's uh, SPAC that he's working on for his new social media platform and really digital media empire that he's working on here. So I, I was, I got a new computer and Google was my default browser setting. And I just, you know, I Googled it, uh, Trump media, the website, right? 
on the first two pages of Google, all that I found were news articles, most of them bashing it, of course, naturally. And then you go on DuckDuckGo and you search the same query and the very first thing that pops up is the website. <laughs> so Google censoring the, the website even can't even be found on the first few pages of Google. Number one search result on DuckDuckGo. Uh, just unbelievable. But folks, we do, we're very positive here about the direction that we're heading in this country that people are waking up. So to leave out all of the negativity behind what I just talked about, we are going to win and we have full faith in that here. Uh, we're too strong of a people to just bend over and let this happen to us. That's our honest, truthful way that we feel here at the VRA. And we think that our country is due for, for decades long prosperity after you know, really the last two decades of what we've been through from 9-11 to the unjustified war in Iraq and Afghanistan, uh, weapons of mass destruction lie, uh, the financial collapse of 2008, uh, two terms of Obama and now a third term of Obama here under Biden. And then, of course, top it all off with coronavirus and a rigged election. Folks, we are due for some positive times here in America and make no, no, uh, question about it though there's never been a better time in history than to be alive than right now you could have at your fingertips today ordered online stuff that kings couldn't get a, a hundred years ago so no doubt about it we live in the the most prosperous society the world has has really ever seen uh, at least in modern history you know can't always say what the world would have looked like a few thousand years ago. Maybe everybody had food and was happy. We don't hear about that in history books, doubtful. But, um, you know, on that note, though, with the technology that we have, with the resources that we have and the education that people have the ability to get to, uh, there's never been a better time to be alive. So we are truly hopeful for what is in store coming for us here in the United States and globally. All right, so jumping off to the next topic here, let's get to some of our market action on the day today because uh, there are so many positive things happening right now and it's going to be an exciting week for our markets. Uh, so far, we are entering the most exciting week for Q3 earnings with a third of all S&P companies set to report and we've got a great list of names coming up this week. Facebook actually just, just reported after the close. Uh, let's see. What we got here, um, not seeing it on my ticker just yet, uh, looks like a little bit of a revenue miss. I just want to pull this up for you here really, really fast. Better than expected, so the beat estimates, um, beat on earnings, revenue slightly missed it looks like, uh, but again, so many good names coming out this week. Tomorrow morning, we've got UPS. 3M, Waste Management in the afternoon, AMD, Microsoft, Alphabet. It's like all of the fang names going this week. Netflix went last week, hit an all-time high today. There's a little bit of a buy the rumor, sell the news event for Netflix on earnings last week. But now that the market has processed it, shot back up to all-time highs. Then later in the week, we've got Boeing, Coca-Cola, McDonald's, Spotify, Ford. Uh, and then on Thursday, the big dogs, 
Apple, Amazon, Shopify, Caterpillar. I mean, check out all these names. It's going to be an exciting week, so stay tuned. We'll be reporting on all of that here. As of last week, over 80% of all S&P companies that had reported beat on earnings estimates and earnings for share estimates. So we fully expect that trend to continue here, and we'll be reporting on it here in the podcast. All right, so looking at our markets on the day today, it was a strong day for our major indexes. A lot of new all-time highs out there today. Uh, but I will point out our markets are now at extreme overbought readings just on our short-term VRA momentum oscillator. So not across the board here, not the extreme overbought on steroids levels that we've talked about. Uh but still at these short-term overbought conditions, these are the times that we like to act with patience. But a market that does go up on overbought conditions, it continues to go higher, is a very bullish factor. So we do would love to see that continue here as well. So checking out our major indexes on the day-to-day, we're led by the small caps up 0.93% to 2,312. I believe that's about 50 points away for an all-time high there uh, from the Russell 2000. Next up was the NASDAQ up 9 tenths of 1%, also just about 150 points away from an all-time high there as well. Then into the all-time highs, the S&P 500 hit an all-time high today, up 0.47% to 4,566. And lastly here, the Dow Jones also hitting an all-time high today, up 0.18% to 35,741. A few side notes as well. We saw the Russell 3000 and the Russell 1000 hitting all-time highs today. Uh, So really strong session. And I've got more all-time highs to report on here in a second. But since I wrapped up with the Dow there, we're getting... A, a another strong Dow theory buy signal. When the it, it's when the Dow Jones hits an all time high, the transports are following, uh, and we're continuously looking like that here. The transports had been beaten up. It was actually getting a little bit worrisome where they were at, but they've now soared, finishing the last eight sessions higher here and it is a leading economic indicator for us here. So it's really important that we get this movement higher. So far in October, in October alone, the transports are up nearly 13%. Folks, that is impressive gains and quickly nearing an all-time high here as well, just about 300 points away from an all-time high here for the transports. That's exactly what you want to see. Very bullish for the VRA investing system. Now, I will say the transports are at extreme overbought on steroids here, but again, Markets that continue to move higher in face of overbought conditions can be very bullish. And overall for our markets, any pullback that we get here going into year end, we expect to be short-lived. And another confirming factor for that is our internals. Today, the NYSE advanced decline line hit a fresh all-time high here. Folks, that's impressive breadth from our market. Just what you want to see. Uh, Those numbers do get updated at the end of day, but based off of what we saw in the numbers, it looks like that should be an all-time high. Overall, advancing stocks, beating out declining stocks, just under 2 to 1 positive on the day. That's for both the NYSE and the NASDAQ. New 52-week highs to lows, though, were our bright spot, coming in over 4 to 1 positive on the day today. And then volume. Love to see volume leading price action because that was 
very strong today. The Nasdaq coming in over 3 to 1 positive on volume today, just under 2 to 1 positive for the NYSE. Looking at our sectors on the day today, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of all-time highs here. We finished with 9 out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day today, uh, led by consumer discretionary hitting an all-time high, followed there by energy. Energy also strong here, oil hitting its highest level since 2014. I'll get to that here in a second, but the energy sector hitting its highest level in the last two years as well. Then the tech, uh, sorry, next up was materials and communication services. And then the tech sector also just, well, let's, let's double check this here. Cause the last time I checked, we were, yeah, still just, oh, wow. So close, just one point away from an all-time high there. And then real estate, similar to transports here, actually an even more impressive run here, up for the last 11 sessions in the real estate sector, also right at their all-time highs here as well, getting close. And then for our laggards on the day, we're utilities and financials. Finally for today, our VRA Commodity Watch. Gold, having a solid day to start off the week here and putting in some important work. Uh, on, on Later last week, they got above their 200-day moving average. That's just an important psychological level there uh, for technicians. So important to see that level hold. And we got it today up 0.65% to 1,807 an ounce. And really interesting action in our commodity markets overall. Gold and silver haven't seen all-time high. Gold hadn't seen an all-time high since August of last year. So it's got some proving to do here. Uh, you know, you want to see, um, let me just check this here. You want to see the miners leading gold. Miners are not yet quite back to their 200-day moving average, but they were up double what gold was up today at 0.39%. You want to see that kind of action if you're bullish on this group, the miners outperforming the base metal itself, and that's what we got today. Silver in a similar boat. Has some work to do to get back above its 200-day moving average, but headed in the right direction, up 0.75% to $24.63 an ounce. Copper up as well on the day, 0.65% to $4.52 a pound. And oil, as I mentioned earlier, it actually has fallen now as we've gotten into the afternoon, but this morning hit its highest level since 2014, got above $85 a barrel. Now trading down 0.35% to $83.47 a barrel. And finally for today, Bitcoin. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about a buy the rumor, sell the news event here on the Bitcoin ETF that was launched last week. Uh, but Bitcoin here able to hold on above $60,000 of Bitcoin after hitting an all time high at the end of last week, right as the ETF was being launched. Uh, so good to see it holding above that level. Would, wouldn't mind seeing a little consolidation here, work off those overbought readings. It was at extreme overbought on steroids uh, before we get the next leg higher in Bitcoin. Now up 3.42% on the day to 62,741 a Bitcoin. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top. We'd love to have you with us. And of course, check us out on YouTube as well at Vertical Research Advisory. We'd love to have you have you there as well. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.